Hello, you guys, and welcome back to On Point, the best podcast ever. I just love you guys. I love coming on this podcast, talking your ear off. It's something that I do every day, so it really just feels like a journal at this point. Like I'm just talking about my life. There's not many things I don't like share with you guys, honestly. But which like I love, honestly. I love. I love being an open book. I love being someone that people can like hopefully relate to and I'm here to talk about it all. And today's subject is something that I actually have never talked about, which is crazy. Um because it's not something that I really experienced past tense <laughs> to be noted that I will talk about, but the subject today is all about cheating and trust in a relationship. This is something that I struggle with all the time. All the time in every relationship that I've been in is trust. And it's weird because I don't think, you know, my first relationship ever, my core relationship that I based all my like relationships after that, I wasn't cheated on, I was never betrayed, so I don't really know where that like fear in me of being cheated on comes from when I haven't really had that like, you know, I feel like a lot of people, they don't have trust in their partners because they've been betrayed before. Um, But I've had to analyze a lot why I have so many trust issues and, you know, just find it so impossible, even if I could be reassured so many times, like my brain just kind of loves to play tricks with me and create two versions of this person in my head. Um, And anyway, Let's talk about what actual what cheating really means, you know? I remember I was talking about this with somebody before and it was like why is it called cheating? And someone explained to me, you know, let's say love is like a game. Love in general. Love is you are committed to your partner, you have one partner for life, you know, unless you're open. I guess it's totally different. But then in that case, it wouldn't be cheating. But if you are committed to love and a relationship and one person, then you're cheating at the game of love. You're cheating at, you know, the idea of being monogamous and just loving one person because you want to have it all and you want variety and you want something else. You're looking for something else. And that's cheating. And that's why it's called cheating. And I was like, oh, that's so interesting and bizarre. (laughs) Like, I've never really thought about it that way, but I wanted to go through the reasons why people cheat because there's like a list online and I kind of want to go through them with you guys just to like, you know, analyze it together. Okay, so here are some of the reasons why people cheat according to this article. We have anger or revenge, self-esteem, lack of love, low commitment, need for variety, neglect, sexual desire, and situation or circumstance. So I think there's so many factors that go into why a person would cheat. I've personally never cheated on any of my boyfriends, and I will say that with 100% certainty. It's just not in my nature. I am already such a meticulous, obsessive lover (laughs) that I genuinely don't know how I would wake up in the morning or live with myself or look at someone in the eye after I had cheated on them. I'm already full of guilt for no reason in my life. I like freak out when I don't 
when my friend doesn't answer me within five minutes, I like make up stories that they're mad at me. So like the idea of having to hide a secret like cheating would actually eat me up inside. So no, I've never cheated on anybody in a relationship ever. Have I been cheated on? I would argue that I have. I have never been physically cheated on, but that's where I kind of want to go into the ways that people cheat and how I classify them because I feel like I see TikTok trends all the time that are like, if he likes a girl's photo, that's cheating. Or if he follows a girl, that's cheating. If he like has a conversation with a girl that's like in public, that's cheating. I'm like, okay, let's take it down a step. We're all human and there's things that are going to happen. If I'm in a relationship and I come across a nice picture of Timothy Chalamet, I'm going to like it. And does that mean I want to cheat and like have sex with Timothy Chalamet while I'm in a relationship? No, it doesn't. But do I appreciate how he looks and appreciate, you know, his talent? Yeah, I do. And that has nothing to do with how much I love my partner. So I genuinely don't think I would classify that as cheating. I think there's boundaries. Let's okay. Let's start with liking photos. I don't classify that as cheating. Do I think that there's boundaries that need to be placed? A hundred percent. In my past relationship, I had a real problem with him liking girls' photos on Instagram, but it was harder because he was a celebrity and he was in the public eye. So, you know, when it comes to liking Jenna Ortega's photo or Madeline Klein's photo, it's not like he was just this normal guy that thought they were so hot and cool and like liked their photos. It was almost like he's on that same level. You know, he's invited to the same events. And I thought of it more as like a mutual respect thing. And it's something that like, you know, if we can both we're both watching Wednesday and we both love Jenna Ortega and we're both liking her photos. I don't see that as cheating or being betrayed at all. It's weird because I don't know if I was in a relationship with someone that wasn't um, a public figure, if I would feel any different. I think I would. You know, I think if my boyfriend that just went to college and studied accounting would like Madeline Klein's photos, I think I'd feel a little bit weird about it. You know, I think in every relationship you have to set boundaries and if they're crossed, then that's something that you have to address. Of course, for me, it was like, okay, if it's someone that you work with or this or that, it's totally fine. If it's just some random Instagram model, like I'm not fine with that. I am not fine with that. And that's where I kind of draw the line. Do I consider it cheating? I do not. But that is a boundary that I have. You know, if it's a pretty provocative or like swimsuit photo, I don't think it's necessary that you have to show that appreciation and like that photo because honestly, I as a girl know how that feels to have men like my photos that are especially bikini like I when I look at guys like people from my high school guys from my high school or even like acquaintances now that like my photos if I'm in a bikini or something and they have a girlfriend I'm like oh like I take that as oh that's like not cool like I wouldn't be if I was their girlfriend I would be really upset about that so I know as a girl how that feels so if my boyfriend were to be doing that as well like I know how girls receive that I know how that feels and I know that isn't just like an appreciation like it's like it means something it has w more weight to it um which is why I do think that the whole liking girls photos thing is an issue you know 
just because I know how girls receive it and I know how I personally receive it. So I think when it comes to that, you have to set your boundaries. And I've had many a discussion about it, as well as following girls on Instagram. If it's not someone that you work with, if it's not someone that, you know, is in the business or whatever that we're in, I don't see why you need to follow some girl that's posting some great hot photos or selfies or anything like that, because there's no other intention for that other than like being interested in them. I'm sorry. Like I don't follow random guys on Instagram when I'm in a relationship just because I think they're cute. Like I would never do that. You know, that's just a respect in a relationship thing. I don't consider it cheating, but I also don't think that it's respectful in a relationship to have your eye out because at the end of the day, Instagram is a dating app at this point. Snapchat, 100% a dating app. Like, you know, it's hard. It's really, really hard with social media these days. I don't even know how they did it in the past. Like, in the past, if a man wanted validation, they would just, you know, they'd have to do, they'd have to do a lot of effort. They'd have to go to a restaurant or like go to a coffee shop and like actively seek out woman's approval and validation. But now it's so easy. It's so easy with Instagram. A guy can just go like a girl's photo and then they're interested and it's a talking thing. And it's like, oh, it sucks, which is why I wonder if the cheating rate, I mean, the cheating rate had to have gone up since Instagram and everything, 100%. But yeah, I don't know if I consider liking girls' photos cheating necessarily. I feel like cheating is a pretty gnarly big word. I think that's betrayal in a way, if that's a boundary that you have set, but I don't consider that cheating. Okay. And then we have the classic cheating, which is physical cheating, which to me obviously is the end of a relationship. Um, It's weird because I've had this conversation with a couple people that I consider emotional cheating to be the top, the worst for me. I would rather be physically cheated on than be emotionally cheated on. And I feel like a lot of people have really strong opinions on this, but in a past relationship that I had, I went through his phone and I saw that he had asked for girls' numbers. He had had a FaceTime call with this random girl for an hour. He had random texts with the girls, like with different girls, maybe like five in total at this time. And I lost it, obviously. Like that's the worst form of betrayal that and I I honestly would consider that cheating I would and I that's a big word but in that situation I would have rather him been drunk at a club and have sex with a girl from the back not even know her name or her face have sex walk out and I'd probably think that was you know not as bad as what emotional cheating that's not as bad as facetiming a girl for an hour in my opinion. I don't know. I mean, obviously, physical cheating is wrong, and I think it would end my relationship in most cases, especially when it comes to, like, STDs and protecting yourself and lying about that. That's, like, I take that really seriously. Um, But I consider emotional cheating way worse. The fact that you would go seek out another girl's assurance and validation that isn't mine for a full hour long call like that is crazy i ended up getting the numbers of all these girls and calling each and every one of them up and the story was all kind of the same it was like oh he just wanted 
instant like you could tell he just wanted to like feel good for a second and then I never heard from him again even though they all reached out multiple times again like he got that instant what do you call dopamine or you know feels like the shit for a total of five minutes great and then he's done which is not okay which is goes back to our reasons for cheating which is a hundred percent low self-esteem the fact that you can't find it within yourself or even with your own girlfriend to feel assured in that you are hot and great and cool and it's so fucking terrible it's so hard like when I'm insecure about myself I want nothing less than to go to my boyfriend and just hear him say how beautiful I am do I want to go to random ass guys and like no I really don't like does it feel good to get male attention a hundred percent a hundred percent if I'm walking in a party and, and guys are looking at me or if guys are liking my photos it definitely feels good but I'm not going to go seek it out when I'm feeling insecure it's just something that I will not do like I think it takes someone with super low self-esteem and a lot of insecurity to have to have validation from others to feel secure, especially from the other gender, especially when you're, you know, in a relationship. Even if you're not in a relationship, if you're getting a lot of your self-worth and value from, you know, someone thinking you're hot, <laughs> like that's what is that going to do for you? You're going to feel good for a total of five minutes and then you're going to go back to feeling shitty because you feel shitty on the inside. It's not about your outer outer appearance at all. But <laughs> anyway, back to the emotional cheating thing. Yeah, I consider emotional cheating 100% worse. If I honestly, if I was in a long term marriage that maybe lost a little bit of lust, you know, or sexual energy and my husband slept with another woman and was like so sorry about it and and really wanted to work on a relationship and like wanted to go to therapy and whatever and like I had kids with him and I loved him so much I think I would probably make it work but if I had a husband that emotionally talked to another woman like had long deep conversations really connected to another soul like that there's no going back from that to me. There is no going back. Like, I think as humans, you know, you look at dogs, like you look at dogs and they're always humping something. At least my dog is. Most dogs I know, they're always humping something. It's just like humans have sexual desire and sexual energy, you know, and I think especially men, they just think we're there with their dicks. They do. They think with their dicks and me, I don't. I think with my head. I would never go have sex with a random person because I'm like sexually wanting it. Like I put a lot of thought into that and sex is like very emotional to me. And I'm not going to like just have sex with anybody just because I need to like fill a desire, which probably won't even be filled because men don't even know what they're doing half the time. You know, <laughs> I'll just use my vibrator at that point. Like, why would I do that? But, you know, I think a lot of men do have just a sexual desire. They don't think too much mentally about it. Does that make it right? A hundred percent not. A hundred percent not. And that also should prove to you that it never has anything to do with you. It really doesn't. In my scenario, which, you know, hurt me so fucking bad. Like it really, really hurt that you would go emotionally seek out validation, but no part in that whole story did I ever feel like 
oh my god it was me i didn't give him enough attention i didn't i didn't feel his sexual desire like i mean it wasn't sexual but it was like oh maybe i didn't call him enough maybe i didn't tell him i loved him enough maybe like i'm too hard on him or like maybe i could think about that but i also know like no i'm the fucking best girlfriend in the world like i will never neglect you i will never betray you i will put 100% of my energy into you at all times when you need me i am there on call for all my friends for everyone in my life like i i don't half ass many relationships in my life it's like all in or nothing so you know the fact that someone would go to someone else for that hurts me a lot it's like the ultimate betrayal because i consider myself a really really good person a good confidant someone that can give good advice you know but i think as me and this partner worked through what happened which i ended up working through with him at the end of the day you have to you have to know your boundaries and you have to know your limits and everything and i i thought i had a boundary placed but it was clearly crossed cheating is so weird like i i would never do it but you also just have to know that it has nothing to do with you it's a hundred percent their self-esteem their insecurity and you honestly i know when you get cheated on you feel like the absolute worst you feel so worthless you feel so low but i think you know you should come out of that experience holding your head up high that you're not low enough to have to seek out validation from other people to feel fulfilled like how great that you don't have to be that low like you should really just feel bad for the other person that they have to like do that cuz clearly they're not self-secure in themselves that they can like get that from themselves or from you um you know, it's just so, it's so hard. I get it. Like, I firsthand get it. There's nothing worse than that feeling. But throughout all these experiences that I've had of betrayal, never did I think it was because I'm not good enough. Never. Like, and I'm actually saying that. I'm not just saying that to look so confident and great to you guys, but like, I know in my heart that I gave 100% of my pure, honest energy and I didn't deserve that. I did not deserve that at all, but I know in my heart it, it's not me. And I honestly feel bad for the other person that they're, they were that broken that they had to seek out something else that wasn't me. Because I know if they did want to seek out something from me, I would give it to them 100%, you know, because I do. I give 100% of my pure, honest energy all the time to everything and to every relationship 100%. That is my experience with cheating. I would consider that emotional cheating. I don't know if you guys would too, but I've never been physically cheated on, you know, as far as I'm concerned, but I don't know how I would go about handling that. But again, I don't think it feels, it would feel as bad to me as emotional cheating. I don't know though. I mean, let's see when I'm in that situation. Uh, that's my personal opinion. I value human connection a lot more than I value sex and physical like needs. So I think that, you know, emotional cheating would hurt me a lot more. Um, and it did. It fucking hurt so bad. And getting through that was awful. But again, it's just never, it never has to do with you. And that's like the top thing you have to remember. So moving on to trust in a relationship, which is something that I struggle with, obviously, based on my last experience that I just told you about. But also in general, even if that didn't happen and before that happened, I struggle with trust in a relationship so much. It doesn't matter how much a person 
person. <laughs> it doesn't matter how much a person can reassure me or validate me or or be there. I have these two versions of them in my head and I have the angel that's with me that's laughing that's my best friend that I love so much that would never do anything to hurt me and then the minute they're gone I make up this whole other version of them in my head that's evil that has a plot that's DMing a bunch of girls that's you know you know when he says he's going to bed he's he's actually having sex with a million girls like I I have two versions in my head constantly of people that I'm in a relationship with. And I think a lot of my issues with trust is because I am diagnosed with OCD and anxiety disorder. And it's something that I'm on medication for and something that's like one of the biggest reasons I'm honestly on medication is for ruminating um, because I don't trust partners that I'm with. It's a big issue for me. And it's something that I talk about in therapy. It's something that I talk about with my psychiatrist. It's like the second they're gone or they're out or even if they're at a dinner and they're texting me throughout, I'm like freaking out. I'm freaking out. I'm ruminating. And I make a whole story in my head as to what's going on. Like, I'll give you an example. One time I got into my boyfriend at the time's car and his mom was in town. So I let his his mom sit in the front seat. So I went to the back seat. And I saw like a Tiffany bag on the floor and it was kind of unraveled. Um, and I picked it up and I was like, what is this? And he's like, uh, nothing and threw it into the into the front seat. And before I could think of that, maybe it was for me. And before I could think of maybe it was for his mom, I thought, oh, my God, there's another girl. He met up with her last night. They sat in the back seat. He gave her a Tiffany ring. That's why it's unraveled. And oh, my God. He's cheating on me. Like that is the story that I genuinely believed in my head. I got so upset. I got so mad. And I literally told him, I was like, this is the story I have in my head. Like, this is how crazy I am right now. Like, please tell me I'm not crazy. And he's like, oh my God. Like I literally, that ring is for you. He gave me that ring like that night <laughs> and he just didn't want me to see it. But he also had bought another ring for his mom. So he was thrown he was trying to hide it basically from both of us that there was tiffany rings at all but that's the first thing my brain goes to automatically the first thing my brain goes to and it i don't know if it has to do with my ocd with my obsessiveness i don't think it's something that everybody deals with and if you do then i don't know how you guys live with this and work through it but the more and more i talk to girls the more i realize that i'm really not that crazy and the things that I do aren't that crazy. Like, you know, I'm obsessed with checking the follower count. I'm I'm like, oh, well, it's at this number right now. So if it raises, I'm going to go check. And then I check. And then I'm looking at who they recently followed. And and I think I'm so crazy for doing that. Or like going to his ex's Twitter and looking at her likes. Like I'll do stuff like digging, like FBI level stuff, you know. And then I talk to girls and my friends and even my most sane, like secure friends are like, yeah, like I looked at my situationship from like two years ago's follow account and he followed this girl. Like they all do it. They just don't really talk about it as much as I talk about it, you know? So I think it's something we all do, which is so terrible and masochistic. It's like, why are we doing that? But I think for me, my biggest issue I have with cheating isn't the actual thought of being cheated on. It's like, the act of not knowing or the the thought of not knowing. Do you know what I mean? Like I am so obsessive. I need to be in control of everything. 
And I think my problem with with trying to find out as much information as I can is that I want to prepare myself for the feeling that if I am cheated on, I'm I'm prepared for that feeling. Like I think the idea of being hit with a feeling without being prepared for it is my biggest problem. And that's why I have such control issues is like I want to know how everything will affect me. So I make myself feel it before it actually happens. And that's a big problem, I think, with why I don't trust partners because I'm like, I expect it to happen. I almost manifest it to happen um, so that I can feel that feeling so that, you know, in the case that it does, I I know how it's, I'm going to feel, even though it's going to feel shitty. So I make myself feel it twice. Do you know what I mean? Like, and that's just pure anxiety and OCD for you. It just like makes you crazy. It drives you crazy. It really does. And I don't know if I could ever be in a relationship and not feel that way. Like, I don't think even if I had the most secure, stable, 35-year-old lawyer boyfriend, that I would still trust him and, and not overthink everything and not make up stories in my head. Like, I think it's something so deeply innate in me of self-worth maybe that lacks or just like self-sufficiency like I sufficiency no is that the word like I can't fill up my my confident my confidence level for myself and I think I expect everybody else I think everybody else thinks of me in a lower way than than I think I deserve maybe is what it is like I'm not sure what exactly it is because in my heart and soul, I do know I'm a good person and I'm a good girlfriend and and I know that if someone were to cheat on me or do anything that, you know, that's on them. And I know that with certainty, but I think it's it my my biggest problem with trust and cheating is just the act of not knowing. I was listening to the episode of Call Her Daddy was Shay Mitchell and I I liked it a lot but cuz she was explaining how she has a boyfriend that goes on tour with Drake and Alex was asking her like how do you not sit at home and spiral and freak out and I was like oh my god this is exactly what I need to hear right now after getting out of a relationship with someone in the public eye like this is exactly what I need to hear and just how they handled it and um she was basically saying like you know I could sit there and I could look at you know, the venue that he's playing and all the girls that are at this venue and who's in the background and and who he's following and who is who's his assistant and his photographers are following. And like, I could do all that. But at the end of the day, it's not going to change whether or not he's going to cheat on me or not. Like me sitting there checking. He's not sitting there and being like, oh, I know Luna's looking at my follow count right now. And I know Luna's um, checking the venue's Instagram. So in that case, I won't cheat. Like, He's going to do it regardless. So why would I sit there and spiral and do all these things when in reality, what's going to happen is going to happen? And that's basically what they were saying in the podcast. And I was like, oh, that's so great. And like, what a great logical reason to look at, like logical way to look at it. But that's not the fucking reality. I'm sorry. That's literally I could try to sit and tell myself that when I'm spiraling at night and, and my boyfriend's out or on tour. But like, in reality, it's literally just not the way it's going to work for me. And it's not going to make me feel at ease to think that way. Because again, it's not the act of like actually being cheated on. It's the act of like 
being cheated on and not finding out about it to me that feels the worst and is the most humiliating to me it's like i i need to be in the know and i think that's why i'm so neurotic about checking and doing all this stuff is because i just want to know i want to be in control i want to know all the scenarios but in reality you know you're not but then you also think what if i don't check and then there is something and then i do find out because they always say like the truth will come to you and whatever but you know it's so hard it's like you can spend all your time digging and, and worrying and sitting there stressing and anxious but you know, you can also just accept the fact that, okay, well, the truth will come to me. And also, if he or she or anyone is that type of person, the guilt and the sadness and like the lack of fulfillment that they're going to feel for the rest of their lives is way worse than this feeling that I'm feeling right now of being betrayed. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think you almost have to flip it around and just feel sorry for them and be like, you know what? Like, well, I'm way above that and I'm way more mature and secure in myself that I don't need to go do that. And I respect you in a relationship and you don't. And you just have to be like, you know what? Bye. Like, I'm I'm very sorry like that that you're so broken that you had to do that. Like, because they're going to feel so guilty or maybe they won't, you know, and then thank God that wasn't the person for you. Genuinely. So I obviously liked what Shay Mitchell was saying and like I wish I could logically think like that and sit at home and be so secure that the truth will come to me but I think at the end of the day you just have to realize that it's out of your control the only thing that's in your control is just living your life focusing on you focusing on your passions and and where you're going which is something that I've tried so hard to to try and like redirect my thoughts when I'm when I'm spiraling Something that's really good for me when I'm spiraling about trust in a relationship or, or overthinking is honestly reading a book and just going into a totally different world has really helped me recently, which seems like such a simple answer. But I think my brain will keep running and running and, and making up new thoughts and new thoughts all the time that I have to just break it with like something really sudden, like maybe like biting into a lemon or a sour candy, or a cold plunge, or a cold shower. Like something that just really stops your brain from cycling for me is very important. Something else that I struggle with with having OCD and being in a relationship is that the idea of intuition. Because you always hear from people that were cheated on that were like, yeah, and I knew it. Like my intuition told me and my gut told me. And I'm like, how would you fucking know that? Like for me, I don't really trust my intuition because I overthink absolutely everything and I get a gut feeling about absolutely everything in my life. Like it doesn't matter if I have some random intrusive thought like or like I don't know how to explain it. I just don't I don't know how I would know if I know and I hate that saying because I'm like but I overthink everything. So is is this overthinking my intuition is is like this feeling in my stomach, my intuition, should I just know that I'm being cheated on? Like, I genuinely hate that saying. I hate it. And I think a lot of people use like, oh, I just knew it. It was like I had an intuitive. It was like my intuition. I think people use that almost as like a way to feel less humiliated, which is OK. And like maybe a lot of people do, you know, I'm sure a lot of people with a normal brain that don't have OCD or anxiety, they might have intuitive thoughts. But for me, I overthink and I have intuitive thoughts every two seconds that I'm like I don't know 
I genuinely don't know. If I'm sitting there having anxiety and then like, okay, for example, I'm like, let's say I'm sitting spiraling. My partner isn't answering me for like two hours, even though I called them and I'm like, oh my God, he's with a girl. He's here. He's this. I'm making a whole story up in my head because I haven't been answered in two hours or so. And I'm like freaking out. And I have a whole story in my head that's that to me is true in that moment. That's exactly what's happening. And then they FaceTime and then they're with their friends and they're just like laughing and opening Pokemon cards and with all their guy friends and like doing guy whatever stuff. And you realize that literally nothing happened. But in that moment of you spiraling, you believed with a, or at least I believed with 100 percent that that was what was going on. I'm like, how do I differ that from a min- from an intuitive thought, you know? Because I always hear people be like, oh, yeah, the night that he cheated on me, like, I just knew it. I knew I felt it in my stomach, like in my gut. I'm like, I feel fucking everything in my gut. <laughs> like, how how would you differ that and know that? Like, I don't personally believe that for myself. I just don't. Because I overthink everything. And it doesn't matter if it's like some random girl or, or friend of his or this or that. I'll like, I'll have an intuitive thought, you know, about it because I overthink every single thing and I don't trust anything. Like, so that's another thing that I, I struggle with that. I don't know if you guys also agree with me. Cause I feel like I've never really heard anyone speak against intuition in a way. Like I genuinely just don't really believe in it because I think for me, it's almost impossible with having anxiety to go into everything with pure and honest and a hundred percent of energy, like manifestation in a way they say that you can like you manifest stuff in your life if you genuinely believe that it's going to be good and it's going to be good for your life and it's the path you're supposed to go, you know. But for me, it doesn't matter if it's like, oh, you know, I'm manifesting that I'm going to go to the Met Gala one day. Like, I, I think it's impossible, even though it's something that I would want so bad to put my 100 percent honest energy into it, because I would always think about the negatives and I'll be like, oh, but what if what if I'm never this or what if I'm never that? Or what if I'm not good enough? Like you know, I don't think it takes, I mean, it takes like a really confident, strong person to be a hundred percent confident in every like move and, and vibe that they do. I'm just not that person, like genuinely not that person, but I don't know. This is like a whole nother conversation. I guess we're talking about trust and cheating, but either way, I know how fucking hard it is in a relationship. And a lot of people tell me, you know, when it's the right person, you're not going to feel these things. But I think it's going to take a lot in me and a lot of working through my anxious attachment style and a lot of just working on my own self-esteem to really trust anybody in a relationship. Having mental health problems and also being in a relationship and trying to trust is is a really hard, long process. And I think it's something that can be worked through with the right person, but it's hard. It is so hard. And I'm here to tell you that. And I hope you guys got something from this podcast instead of me just like venting i don't even know what i said honestly i feel like i word vomited but hopefully it made sense um just know that you should always take your that energy back into yourself focus on yourself go work out go work on on something you always wanted go craft like you know i think when you're putting all that energy into yourself and your confidence and like fulfillment in yourself that's where healing and like the answer will lie because you can worry and pull all your energy into the other person and worry about not trusting and and all that but in reality you know the truth will come out at some point and it's gonna fucking hurt 
if if there is a truth you know it's gonna come out at some point you just have to feel like almost bad for the other person that they have to like live that low of a life that they have to go do something like that you know just know that you're a good person that you would never do that and I feel like that's all you can really think about you know but it's fucking tough and I'm here for all you girls and I love you so much it's insane but thanks for tuning in to On Point. I love you guys. And please DM me on Instagram or comment on the YouTube version of this pod to um, just give me some give me some recommendations of stuff you want me to talk about because it's fun. And I hope my opinion on cheating wasn't too controversial. I mean, I don't think I said anything too controversial, but that's like my personal opinion on it. <laughs> but I love you guys and I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.